Yep, you're in the right place. This is The Rockaroo. We left off a couple weeks ago, ended up being a couple weeks ago, to really let it marinate. Uh, a, another little teaser, if you remember. Yes, I do. I do. I do. And I, yeah, would have liked to get to it last week, but uh, st- stuff came up. Life got busy. We had to push it one more week. It wasn't on purpose, people. It wasn't on purpose. But uh, hopefully the anticipation uh, has built to the point where we can, we can hammer it home and, and you're going to love what we got, what we got here for you. And if not, you know, well, crap. <laughs> A lot of pressure on us though, I guess, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, it depends on how many people are actually listening and actually remembering. I think we can take it easy. I think we can ease into it without feeling, <laughs> uh, too much pressure. But uh, still be professional about it. So the tease was, if I remember correctly, it was was from your mind. The tease was uh, along the lines of what could Major League Baseball and maybe just the game of baseball in general do to, one, speed up the game. I guess maybe that would be two. One, make the game more enjoyable for a at-home viewer and to speed up the game. Is that kind of what it, what the tease was? Yes, that was the tease. So uh, last time I, I kind of opened us up. Why don't you open us up this time on what you've uh, come up with, what you'd like to see to uh, make the game more enjoyable and then possibly speed it up for the, uh, I guess maybe this generation's fan that has a little, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say less attention span, but uh, definitely likes speed a little bit more than the older generation of baseball fan. Well, yeah. I mean, when we live in the age of Quibi, when we're watching, you know, 10, 10 <laughs> what is it? Are they 10 minute or 15 minute things? <laughs> I don't even know. I yeah, don't know. It's, I've seen the commercials and I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah, it's it's that's a slippery slope, folks. But anyway, I th- so with that being said, uh, wait till next week until we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it for this episode. <laughs> Solid four minutes. <laughs> so I think for me, and it's something we we've talked about a lot here on the Rockaroo, and a lot of people elsewhere talk about as well. I think the number one thing is get that strike zone automated. Just do it. You're going to call more strikes, which in fact speeds the game up. 
Now, you know, it come it could come out even with the amount of balls that get called strikes. But I think it's we're at a point where there's just so much technology that it'd be foolish not to do it. And I even I don't really even blame these umpires at a certain point, you know, some of the uh, gregarious ones, but I mean, you got guys out there throwing in the high 90s with movement, late movement. Uh, you know, that's tough. And I was even thinking like for any umpire of any era to call the low strike, how do you do that? Like, that's tough. That's yeah. really tough. Like East and West makes sense. High even is a little iffy, but uh, I think you just automate that. Just do it. Um, just do it. If it's, you know, everyone says the technology is there. Uh, it'll make your pitchers better, make your hitters better. It'll, it'll make the, it'll be less frustrating for the fans, which that's a huge, that's a huge thing. You know, a quick little anecdote here. I've been watching because there is no baseball. I've been trying to watch the condensed versions of games from last season on, you know, on the date. So like, you know, today is the 12th of April. I would watch the 12th of April of 2019. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. Just the condensed version. Um, except I, I, it finally dawned on me to, to put all, put the hide scores on. So it didn't ruin it for me, but <laughs> anyway, uh. and actually I don't do the actual date. I do. So last, last season around this time, the Sunday game was, I think, because of we were we're caught in a leap year here. It was a, uh, I don't know, the fourteenth, whatever. I try to keep it to the day of the week. Anyway, I was watching yesterday's, and that was a game they played in San Francisco, and they had lost whatever, what three, six, seven, seven or eight in a row. Yeah. And I, Nolan was at the plate and there was this pitch that was like six to seven inches inside called a strike and Nolan lost his shit. And I remember, I remember that vividly. And we even talked about it on the Rockaroo. I, I think I brought up something like he should have got himself tossed. He should have yep. argued. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And so when you see something like that as the fan, that is just, you know, there's a difference between, yeah, did it skim the black of the plate? Okay. But to be so wrong, it's it's so frustrating for the fan when it's it is. like, well, why would I sit here and watch this this poor strike zone when I could throw on a quibby or two? So I think <laughs> I think for me that's that's priority number one. Now I know you'll probably get into the conspiracy behind the possibility of that. Um, Mm -hmm. a little later Mm -hmm. here, (laughs) but so I like that. The other thing I like is batters aren't allowed to leave the batter's box unless they hit a foul ball. Um, you know, no, like we're not going out and we're not rearranging. We're not no more Garcia par up there. And I think they've, they've tried to address that to an extent. I think they might need to get a little harsher with that. Yeah. Uh, I still am not a fan of the pitch clock. I really am not. Uh, and then same thing for the pitcher. Pitcher can't leave the the mound area unless there's a foul ball or a mound visit or, you know, stuff like that. 
Um, yeah. Or you could even make make it a smaller zone. I don't. You'd have to. You'd have to chalk it up, which would look weird. And I don't know if I'm. I'm all in on that yet, but. Uh, a smaller strike. A uh, smaller batter's box. A no, smaller strike zone. Is that? No, no, no. A smaller pitcher area, if you will. Oh, like the pitcher yeah, standing because yeah, yeah. the mound is actually pretty big. The dirt area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like a pitcher's box, like th- there's a batter's box. I don't know if I'm right. willing to go that far. But those obviously are small things. I think another thing that could work is why do we need to give relief pitchers seven to eight pitches when they come into the game? Yep. Give them maybe two and don't cut away for commercial. You know, if they're not warm enough by the bullpen, I mean, I get it. You want to get used to the new mound. Uh I mean, I don't. The, it's hard for me to say that because I'm not a professional pitcher, so I don't know how important that is. I'd have to get a task force together to re- <laughs> research that aspect. It, but it is an idea; it's a thought. And then, if you really want to go drastic, real drastic, you you go to two strikes, three balls. Ooh, yeah, nice. I don't know if that's a. That might be a, you know, year three thousand thing, but uh, it's it's probably somewhere in the future. I I would imagine. So those are my big ones that I thought of. Um, you know, again, another drastic is you could go to seven innings. I don't like that. I'm not saying I like that, and I don't necessarily yeah. like the the two strike three balls, but it would make it would quicken things up for sure. Okay. Well, I'll I'll say this. I had all, like a lot of the same things. Obviously, automated strike zone. I'm like way too like we've already had it the technology out there too long to not have gone to it. Um yeah, no brainer. Yeah, that's a no-brainer like get that going. Number 2, of course, you're going to you you know this is coming. Number 2, replay gone. Get rid of that shit. Oh and, yeah. Like I like I'm sorry like I'd rather have an automated strike zone that is definite and then leave it up to the umpires on the field. What the call is is what the call is and you go on. And I think that the like from the, that standpoint, I think umpires are good enough. You know, it's not like calling balls and strikes behind the plate. The The one thing that I like I kind of that slows the game down is the ball and strike arguing which they say you know like you argue them and you're immediately ejected and we all know that's bullshit because we see it all season long you know like they still don't you know there's still some kind of argument or some kind of stuff the batter strikes out and he stands there with his head drooped and showing the body language without actually arguing it all that goes away with automated automated strike zone right because it's like what are you going to argue yeah, and you could even put it up on the big board for everyone yeah. to see. Fans, yeah. players, umpires. Mm-hmm. So umpires don't lose the behind the plate umpire doesn't lose his job because there still has to be someone there to call right. a foul ball. There needs to be our foul tip. There still needs to be someone there to call plays at the plate. All that stuff, you know, stays. So uh, and from the from that aspect, the umpire could maybe stand in a different position and be less you know, in the line of fire when it comes to, you know, the pitches. He just needs to be in position to call a foul ball, you know. So that might be beneficial to the umpires as far as that goes. 
But then you have enough umpires in the field. I think for the most part, they're making the right calls out there. So get rid of replay, get rid of or automate the strike zone. And then this is the part where I had some trouble because like you, uh, I was thinking about how much time it takes the batter in the batter's box and the whole, all of that, right? And the step out, step back in, call time, doing this and doing that. And the like young fan in me is like, yeah, get rid of that, right? They can't do that. Once you step into the box, like, no, there's no timeouts. You're in it, you know, like once you get on the mound, you, you got to pitch. You can't be screwing around and, and you, I don't know if I'd like the pitch clock or not, but you know, at some point, maybe it's like, you gotta, you only have so much time before you actually pick a pitch and you got to throw it, you know? Then the traditionalists in me, which I probably lean harder towards, is like, well, that's part of what makes baseball awesome because that is the gameplay, right? Because the strategy of what to pitch, how to pitch, how to get a batter out of his timing, uh, same with the pitcher, all of that stuff is what kind of makes the game awesome if you're an individual that's a true, you know, classic baseball fan because you're watching all of that and you're understanding what's going on versus just being like, man, why haven't they pitched the ball yet? So I don't really want to get rid of that. I'd like to keep that involved in the game. So that's when I was like, I'd rather probably have that and reduce the count to, uh, you know, two strikes, three balls, because I think that that is something that doesn't necessarily totally hurt statistics i mean it would right but theoretically i mean a strikeout would be a strikeout technically speaking is it easier to strike someone out on on with two strikes than three probably right but the game the mental game gameplay doesn't change so the batter still like shortens his approach does everything when he gets his first strike also knowing that you you only have two strikes you're not going to you're not going to be that batter that sits there and waits for strike one before they even consider swinging, which there's batters out there that are like that. So I don't dislike that. I think that's a, that's like a, uh, a little radical, but I think that that would really make the game pop It'd make it, make it roll. And if, or you could go to the regular count and move you know, your innings to two outs instead of three. So I thought of that too, but I wouldn't do both, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't do two outs per inning and a two, three count. I'd do one or the other. And that could be fun. It could be exciting to watch, you know, definitely add some additional drama to the, to the innings, to the game. Uh, and definitely, I definitely am not a fan. I'd rather shorten counts, shorten the outs per inning than, shorten it to seven innings like i think you got to stay nine innings no matter what so that was my final i was like automated get rid of replay and go with either two outs an inning or a three two count and the other thing with the with the three two count i mean you kind of you kind of said it without saying it but it it would make both the pitchers and the batters more aggressive. You know, yes. like you said, it would make those guys who wait around for for the first pitch strike wouldn't 
have the luxury to do that. Pitchers who are nibbling around the zone wouldn't have the luxury to do that. You keep your ratios the same. Um, and I think statistically you don't hurt the game. I mean, a lot of people right. will say, yeah, obviously you do, but I don't think you do. Plus you keep your, your pitchers healthier because, you know, that you theoretically Let, there would be less fewer, pitches. Yeah, fewer pitches. Uh, which I think organizations would probably be on board for that. So I don't know. Maybe it's not as radical as I first thought. What did I say? Year 3000, maybe more like the year 2100. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, the other thing with it is uh, the pitchers, like you said, everyone's more aggressive. Their pitchers are pitching less pitches, which also means they're probably going deeper into the game, which also means you have less – Pitching changes, because that was the other thing right. I thought about. Like, uh, like the obvious thing that you said it, and, and that would I think speed up the game a lot too. But it's like, yeah, no, no more of this fourteen pitch pitches once you change a pitcher. Like you get once you get out there, it's go time. There's no commercial break. You just you just roll it. Now, of course, that hurts uh, the television uh, network making money because they can't you know, sell that commercial spot, but they just got to up their, they just got to up their spots, uh, you know, between innings, which is really all I want to see. Like I shouldn't, I should, once an inning starts, I should watch that inning until it's over. That's what I want to see. Are you saying a half inning or a full inning? A half inning. Sorry. Yeah. Cause they could do. The problem is we start talking about that. Then we're getting into advertisements on the uniforms, which, Probably is inevitable. I, I would have to say. Um, yeah, I mean the the largest world sport uh, has uh, has already got that going on. So yeah, and, the, and a lot of NBA teams, if not all NBA NBA teams now. So it's probably Ooh. coming. I don't like that at all, but I don't know if if it gets us. It would be cool to see a full inning of play. Not a, you know, top of the first, bottom of the first, and then a commercial break and keep yeah. it the same length. I remember those games on, uh, what was on YouTube? They didn't go to commercial and it was the greatest thing ever. And you got, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was cool because it was just different or what, but like you saw the pitcher warming up and they would do, you know, special cool things in between innings. And it was, as a viewer, yeah. it was definitely a better, better experience um, you know, you got Eric Burns interviewing Tony Walters, telling him to, you know, call his mustache a dirt squirrel, which <laughs> Tony did shave the, uh, the mustache off. Ooh. I don't know if it was, you know, f- for personal reasons or if it was to better fit the, uh, the mask over his face. Probably. It's probably the latter. And when I say mask, uh, I know it comes off weird cause he's a catcher. I actually meant his COVID-19 mask is N95, uh, though he better not have an N95 because those need to be reserved for the healthcare professionals. Uh, he can go ahead and make one out of uh, cloth, which I don't know if you saw this, but there was a, they made a bunch of, of these masks out of old baseball uniforms. Did you see that little story on, I think that was on, it's making its rounds. I'm sure it's probably on the Rockies website. I did not see that story. Yeah. So they had like these Yankee pinstripe masks. 
which uh, looked, so like you can buy them. Or that what? I don't What's know. The I deal think with that. They were donating. They gave them away. Yeah, yeah, they were donating them. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that yeah. There you go. But yeah, I was I, thinking catcher's mask when you said yeah, it. Yeah, I thought after you said that, I was like, oh, I better clear that up. It wasn't a great joke, but you know, it's it's <laughs> rel it's relevant, and that's <laughs> it that's what we got to do here at the Rockaroo. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, no one likes commercial breaks, but we know that. Well, I mean, there's there could be other ways they could just. I don't know, increase, you, you know, I, I like the idea of pay-per-game, or I guess in the old days they call it pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know how the economics stack up with all that, but it would, I mean, why not? Why not just be like, I'm not going to watch 162 games. Why should I pay for 162 games? Um, it seems foolish almost. Yeah, it's a yeah. That's a good point. Well, let's uh, let's break into. Do you have any Rockies news? Do we want to talk about anything Rockies related? Uh, the website, I guess, is doing some major discounts. If you want some merchandise, mm. um, there. I don't know anything. <laughs> is there anything else to talk about Rockies related? Mm, I mean, they came out with those lists. For yeah. I don't know if you saw best second baseman and best first base, ooh, baseman in franchise history. I think for yeah. the Rockies, both of those are pretty much no brainers. I mean, Mark Reynolds I think was third on the Rockies first baseman list, which tells you all, <laughs> all you need to know there. Yeah, and, and I guess Mike Lansing, of course, was Lansing on the second baseman. Are you oh, just I don't, assuming? I don't think he was. <laughs> I don't think he was. I, what? He wasn't number one? I, th- I mean. Oh, boy. Here heck? we go. Still <laughs> hating on DJ. Um, but Mark Reynolds did officially retire at 298 yep. home runs. 298 career home runs. That's, that's, that's a bummer, huh? Yeah. That sucks. That's a lot of home runs, though. It is. It's, that's a lot. That's good. That's good business for him. Yeah, he still couldn't get a any kind of solid uh, contract there in the later years after having pretty pretty good season in what was that two thousand seventeen or eighteen? That was eighteen. Eighteen. No. Yeah. Well, one of those. No, it was seventeen. It was seventeen. Okay. And eighteen is when he played for the Nationals, right? And then 19, last year is when he oh, yes. really didn't He's get back. anything going. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You yeah. got it there. You got it there. Which I'm still, I'm going to, it's, since it's relevant now, I'm bringing it up because it, it's petty. I know that. I know that this is petty. But we got to clear the air with this because it's driving me nuts. And every time I hear it, it, it makes me cringe. Back in season one of the Rockaroo, <laughs> we had an episode after the Rockies played the Nationals, and we were talking about Mark Reynolds and how he had just been signed by the Nationals. And you had mentioned he played in one of the games and went like three for four. And yeah. I was like, no way. They just signed him. He was in the minor leagues, this and that. And you said, well, let me check on that. And so you f- you fired up the box score. 
And what did the box score say? say it, it said M Reynolds. Yep. Yes. You remember it did. this? Yes, I do. And then I was like, oh, shoot, I guess you were right. And then, of course, later I was like, I, there's, I just don't remember that. And I went and checked, and the box score said M Reynolds. And I was like, what? And so I clicked, if you're familiar with the, the box scores on the internet, you can click that name, that link that'll take you to the, to the players page. And it turned out to be Matt Reynolds. And I yes. just, yep. that's been eating me for three years now. <laughs> and I wasn't. Well, you know what? It's, uh, it's just something that happens sometimes, you know? It's, well, I'm not, I wasn't watching, they weren't playing the Rockies, so I was just watching the game in the, uh, no, I can in see. In the peripheral, but yeah. No, I could see how it, no, I'm not. But, and speaking of, okay, whoever listened to our last episode probably thinks we're effing morons. And I don't know if you realize this, but we were talking about the divisional, the divisions. Yeah. And how like, oh, just make it, in, turn it into four, four team, divi- four divisions with four teams in the division. Well, that math doesn't work. And neither of us caught that at the time. Do you realize that? <laughs> Yeah, when I re-listened to it, I did, but uh, I I wasn't going to bring it up. (laughs) Well, I I couldn't let that sleep either. I I apologize for that, folks. Um, So all you got to do is just add another team per league, and then boom, there you go, which should happen anyway. Uh, I think we're we're at Portland and Montreal, I think, are the top two, which doesn't doesn't make any sense that the team that most recently moved is the team at the top of the of the list again in Montreal or the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't. That know. happens, though. I mean, that happens. Yeah, I, it would I be cool know. to see ex- the Expos again. I, you know. Yeah, that would be cool. And speaking of, I'm glad this came up naturally again. I was watching. Did you happen to catch the Stay at Home opener? No, I did not. You mean? Which one, are you talking about the the specific game that the? Well, what they did was AT and T Sportsnet. They took all the oh best, yes best yeah, innings yeah, yeah. from all the home openers. But anyway, the first inning was ninety three, and they were playing the Expos, and Marquise Grissom came up to bat and he hit a single, I think. And the announcer was talking about Grissom, and he goes. Yeah, last season Grissom had seventy-eight stolen bases, <laughs> and I was like, "What? That can't <laughs> yep. be right." So I went and checked: yeah. seventy-eight stolen bases in ninety-two for Marquise Grissom. Seventy-eight. That just well, shows you how much the the game, game has had. changed. Yeah, and we he talked was a about three, that. In a- he was a three-hole hitter too. It's not like he was this <laughs> yeah. fast little, you know, Billy Hamilton. Could tell Marte, whatever. You know, he was he I, I wish I had his home run number from that season as well, but seventy-eight. Yeah. And it's uh that that's the thing. I think we've talked about that on the maybe we haven't. I thought we've talked about that on the Rockaroo in the past, but yeah, stolen bases are just like ancient history, man. I mean, think of if you look at like uh Ricky Henderson's all time record of stolen bases, like that's never gonna be broken. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he would get on base and steal second and third, like without a blink of the eye. You know? Yeah. No one steals third base anyone anymore, unless it's like a hit and run or some kind of uh, trick 
you know, some kind of thing, but no one very rarely do, do guys just straight up steal third unless they're, you know, stealing off of Lester or, um, who's that diamondbacks godly. Remember him? He like couldn't oh, throw yeah. the first yeah. or something. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I actually, while we were talking about it, I was like, I'm just interested in Hendrick and some of Ricky's numbers for some of the years. And in 1982, Ricky Henderson stole 130 bases. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a career. <laughs> yeah. It was like, okay, so in 80, he stole 100. In 81, he really slacked off and stole 56. Then in 82, 130. Then in 83, 108. And then it was like 60, 80, 80, 41, 93, 77. You know, it's like in 89, he stole 25. Like, lame. But it's like, geez, man. Like, he may have been injured. Crazy. Yeah. How many games did he play in 81? Oh, let's look real quick. He played. Where's my games? In 81, yeah, he played. Wait, did I? I didn't say it. Uh, it was 91. Oh, then 91. he stole 25. Uh, no, 25 was 89. Sorry. Yeah, he played 65 games. So, yeah, oh, okay. he was barely played. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's, that's nuts. He's got. Let's see. Where's the. Man, his run numbers are freaking astronomical, too. He's got 1,400 stolen bases for his career. He was that rare player that throws right-handed and or throws left-handed and bats right-handed. Yeah. Right-handed only. Don't see that a lot. You see that a lot in pitchers, though. Yes. Which is like starting pitchers and relief pitchers, which is interesting. I wonder what the... Gonna have to get a second task force to investigate that. Don't get uh, too many going; you'll lose track of them. <laughs> and then none of them will be effective. But isn't that <laughs> the point of the task force? You create the task force, and then you don't have to worry about the stuff, and you just let them do the stuff, and they report back to you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sounds right. So, I want another little anecdote because that's what I go by. If yeah. anyone remembers time for station identification this is the rockaroo colorado rockies podcast for the fan by the fan i am the anecdote and i'm the antidote and no one calls us that but that's okay hey <laughs> <laughs> we bring it up every 16th episode but yes i wanted to bring this up so i, I had mentioned that i've been watching the condensed games from last season and the first one i did i was just going to do a random one and so, uh, so I did. And of course, the first day I picked, the Rockies weren't playing. So that's how that goes. Nice, nice. So then I picked the day before, and it was Rockies Diamondbacks. I think it was August twelfth or thirteenth. And I didn't remember the game at all, and I was watching on a different system, so that one did have the hide scores on. And it was at home, at Coors Field. And is Freeland and Robbie Ray, I want to say. And they were playing the game, playing the game. The Di- the Rockies, I think, got the lead. Then the Diamondbacks, or actually, that might not be true. I think the Diamondbacks had the lead the whole game. 
It was close. And then the ninth inning comes up, and Nolan hits a walk-off home run. And Ooh. I was like, man, what a great random game to pick. Yeah. Um, so that was just a – I thought I'd bring that up. I just thought nice. that was cool. Well, uh, I want to get into something here, a little article I read. Maybe you read it. Maybe you didn't. Uh, the one I'm looking at is USA Today. I'm sure there's a bunch of different articles about this, but title of the article, MLB Considering Radical Realignment for 2020 Season, Grapefruit and Cactus Leagues by Bob Nightingale. Is that how you say that? By Bob Nightingale or written by Bob? I don't know how to appropriately uh, credit the writer on that. But anyways, by Bob Nightingale. So Phoenix, how about the New York Yankees and Philadelphia Phillies being divisional rivals for the season? Question mark. Or the Boston Red Sox and Atlanta Braves. Blah, 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 goes on. Here's what it says, basically. Major League Baseball has discussed a radical plan that would eliminate the traditional American and National League for 2020. A high-ranking official told USA Today Sports and realign all six divisions for an abbreviated season. The official, of course, spoke on conditions of anonymity. Anonymity? Anonymity. Of, you know, why would you... Anonymity. Anyways, yeah, why would he want his name out there? But the plan would have all 30 teams returning to their spring training sites in Florida and Arizona playing regular season games only in those two states and without fans in an effort to reduce travel and minimize risks in the midst of COVID-19 pandemic. The proposed... uh, Alignment is the Grapefruit League would have the North, which would be the Yankees, the Phillies, the Blue Jays, the Tigers, the Pirates, the South, which would be Red Sox, Twins, Braves, Rays, and Orioles, and the East, which would be Nationals, Astros, Mets, Cardinals, and Marlins. And then the Cactus League division would have the North. Uh, This is where our Colorado Rockies would be. With the Cubs, the Giants, the Diamondbacks, and the Athletics. And, of course, Colorado Rockies. Then the West would be the Dodgers, the White Sox, the Reds, the Indians, and Angels. And the Northwest would be the Brewers, Padres, Mariners, Rangers, and Royals. Uh, And then they would play, you know, no fans. I assume this would all get going, you know, after... The world opens up again. Uh, they would still play with no fans, I assume. Initial, I, my guess is that what they're going to go to restricting the gathering of 10 and saying, okay, you can now gather in more, more than 10, but mass events are still off. So once that happens, I suspect this, this would go into play. So they'd start with a three-week exhibition warm-up. They'd actually play games, and then they'd go into this, and it would be reduced travel for all the teams, and of course, you know, a way to get get the get the season going. So I don't know. Like, what do you think of that? Well, first things first. How in the f are the Reds in the would be in the West? That like what? How? I mean, I'd have to take a look at that. I did not see this article. I did hear, and it was just from hearsay, so it wasn't very good. 
um, hearsay either. Yeah. But something about this, but I didn't get the details. I like it as a whole. I like it. Yeah. Uh, it's better than no baseball. I'll tell you that right now. I think we would all agree on that. Yes, definitely. You know, as long as it's televised and they make it free, they got the nuts to do that. Huh? Got the nuts, MLB? It's a different no. conversation. Maybe. <laughs> but I like it. I, You know, I would go maybe, why do they need to do divisions within the within the grape, grapefruit? Was that just Bob's theory or was that like what the MLB is thinking? That's what the official uh, said was proposed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, so, I mean, and then I don't, I don't know. Did I miss it? Would they play then whoever wins the grapefruit and whoever wins the cactus would then face off? Yeah. In St. Louis or Kansas City? That'd be cool. At the Oh, they could face off at the uh, the stadium where they play the uh, College World Series. That'd be cool. Where's yeah. That? Well, I assume that they Omaha? would have the... Somewhere in middle America? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's where the... Uh, I think the... I don't, there's a AAA team that plays in that facility, but right. anyways, but uh, they, yeah, the TD Ameritrade Park, I think, is what it's uh, get get some of that uh, money coming into the Rockaroo. TD Ameritrade, go do some trading. Yeah, if it's is that a lot? Are, are is that a lot? Right to now? say that? No, what, is, are, trading. Yeah, yeah. Are, oh, are most definitely. Open? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I mean, I think that there's, I there's probably a few uh, few instances that the market closes down when it hits its uh, red alert. Automatic uh, shutoff valve? Yeah, the automatic. Who knew about that? too much that? money today. <laughs> Who knew about that thing? My goodness. I bet our, our friends, at, our old friends at uh, Goldman Sachs probably knew about that. But Yeah, okay. he certainly did. But uh, yeah, I like it. What do you think? I like it. I actually like it a lot because there's a lot of benefits to it. I don't, like you said, like why even make the divisions? But I suspect that, I mean, it's going to work exactly like, you know, a normal season of baseball, you know, winner of divisions, wild cards, go to playoffs, all that stuff. Um, I, I like getting something going. We need, like, we need it, right? I miss, that's the, probably the biggest thing I miss right now is getting home from a long, hard day of, uh, podcasting on the Rockaroo and getting to pop on the Rockies and and uh, and watch watch them go and or any team really for that matter. I I watched a ton of baseball and it's it's the biggest thing that I miss right now. So the faster they can get it going, the better. I mean, obviously, once they allow teams to uh, or people to start being around each other, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. baseball needs to get going right away. Now, whether they allow for crowds to get, you know, large crowds like that, that's, they need to play in empty stadiums and that'll be weird for the players and everything, but we need it, man. We need it. So I like it. And I like it in the fact if if they can smash in more games because of that, I like that as well. Uh, cause I think that we're, we're probably looking at a, a time frame that's maybe like middle to Late July? I don't know. Before the season can get going right now? Maybe June. Late June, maybe? I don't like I don't know. Things are are hectic out there, but 
they they need to have something set up. My my other question with the whole thing is, what are they going to do with the All Star Game? I think that's if anything at all. Yeah, but, I think that would be a that's a nothing. That's yeah. a nothing right now. I think that's the least of MLB's concerns. Yeah, um, right. But I I like it. I think it'd be cool. And then once they were allowed to get, uh, but. Here's the other thing, though. Like, once they can actually play in front of crowds at that point in time, you're already in the season, so you can't you can't revert and go back to your stadium. So it right. it does hurt the economic environment for a lot of the, uh, well, for a lot of the cities, right? They they really do a lot of the like local restaurants and uh retailers and stuff around the stadiums during the summer do depend on that a lot. So that piece I don't like, but I already envisioned myself taking a trip to Arizona and catching a bunch of games. I like like in real season, like real season games at those facilities. That could be really freaking awesome. You could catch a ton of games, you know, if you, you just plan a, like a week vacation in a real season situation and not spring, like that could be really exciting. Yeah. You know, they could do part of the problem is like, you just don't know when, if at all this season, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk about, you know, mass gatherings like stadiums and ballparks. There's a lot of talk that, you know, mass gatherings like that won't be allowed until there's a vaccine or some kind of, you know, treatment treatment on that level. And if you believe the professionals, that won't be until next next uh, spring, possibly. So I don't know, but they could do if it if if the mass gatherings were allowed, say in July or August, you could do kind of what the minor leagues do, which is they do like their half season, and then they have like a half season champion. And then they restart nah. the record. Could do something like that, and then you build your playoffs off of that. Um, yeah, but I think right now the main thing is just w- once clubhouses guys are allowed to be near each other. Plus, also the you know kind of the the news floating around is getting getting these tests of possible. Uh, anti- antibodies so you could and obviously we know our athletes are going to be the first to get that yeah Ke- Kevin Durant you asymptomatic bitch so you know you once you you could do that then you could get things rolling and just get some games going you know just get yeah get some bats on balls and some leather on balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But but you might run into a situation where you have a player who doesn't have the antibodies and they're not allowed to play, and it's like uh, Mike Trout, you know, or something like that. I that's just a example. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. Let me ask you that: Would would baseball fans care if Mike Trout and Bryce Harper didn't have the antibodies and they weren't allowed to play? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I think you'd watch. I don't Mark, think so either. Mark Reynolds, you know. Hell yeah! Right now, I think you watch. You'd watch whatever, but watch anything. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. The, I, I at some point in time, I don't know where it's, uh, you know, when it happens. But yeah, the players, I guess, are going to have to be given the choice on whether they, you know, want to play or not, depending on where we're at with how everything's going. Because um, locker rooms or clubhouses, uh, that's you know, those are areas of high, like high possibility for when it comes to spreading stuff like this. Mm, so yeah, uh, and like basketball, for example. Like you can't, you definitely would have to, you know, be the ones that had antibodies because they're rubbing up against each other. Yeah. And, you know, like that's like, that would be, I don't know. That's I never liked, tough. I never liked playing basketball because of that. Yeah. I don't need some, somebody sweating all over me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, uh. <laughs> so. Baseball has the the advantage when it comes to that to some some degree. Yeah, but they're not really ever in contact. Very rarely are they in contact with other players. Yeah, the other thing, you know, I brought up the the test for the players. I guess you would also need a certain level of ballpark staff to operate things, and then your camera men and your broad cr- yeah broadcast crews. So I mean that's an issue as well, but I think. Who knows? I mean, who who knows at this point? The good news is that either way, the Rockaroo is here for you. Uh, we might miss a week here and there, but who really? I mean, does a week even? Is anyone even keeping track of time anymore? <laughs> I guess everyone probably has has their eye on uh, April twenty sixth. Yeah. I mean, would any of us be surprised if that date got moved again? Uh, I don't no. think so. No. It's uh, yeah. I mean, the the there is definitely a time hole going on, or time. I guess just a time warp or whatever it is, but things are either moving super fast for you or super slow. I have a feeling. Yeah, uh, you're one of the you're in one of the two groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of middle ground in that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think whatever the I think the the other thing with this proposal that they have, which I think could be very beneficial, is uh, obviously I I don't say obviously, but I assume that they would go with the DH for all teams at that point in time. So then you can really see. Uh, how that would look from a from a standpoint of implementing that into the National League and might give them a, a little bit of data and some some good info as far as that goes. But this 2020 season in general, I think, is a good time to do some creative stuff and see how it works, uh, what what it does to ratings, how it looks for the fan. And you can throw a lot of the the stuff out the window and it'll just be the COVID season. And I mean, everyone's going to understand that. And it's a good, good time to actually get good, real data on how some of these things that they've always been talking about would actually affect the game. Yeah. My, my only thing with it is if you are as MLB, if you are going to do that, why this is your chance to, to really try some stuff out. So why not just try, just why do you need the divisions? You have 15 teams per league and then you can take the top four just based on record. Like why, you don't, 
I mean, I and I don't understand. Are those teams in that division? Are they going to be? I think, you know, one the re, the whole reason you would do this is because travel is easy. So I don't think you need, you know, <laughs> I don't yeah. think you need to break it up in that vein. Yeah, you're traveling in one city, and a lot of these a lot of these clubs share the same stadium. You know. Yeah. Now they do say I don't. I'm not familiar with the Grapefruit League at all. So they say that, you know, since the Rockies and uh, who who else was in Tucson, Indians, since they moved back up more towards the Phoenix area, I mean, all of those. I think the furthest travel time is like 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Whereas I think in Florida, you, you can still have like a three hour, three to four hour travel. Um, but that, I mean, that's not that huge of a deal, but you have no. the guys on the bus for a longer period of time, which, you know, of course increases exposure, I guess. Yeah. Maybe MLB could buy a jet down there for him to, you know, get yeah get that three hour commute down to you know 40 minutes yeah 30 minutes the problem is the players might end up liking it and get spoiled because then you can be you can stay at one place for the whole thing and then they might be clamoring to that's how it's always done yeah but that like economically speaking will never happen right because that, well, that economic piece that I was talking about is real, and that hurts. Yeah. No, you're right. That's kind of why these baseball teams exist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're not free to watch, folks. They're not free to watch. No. And and that's why like have that's why cities pay for stadiums and all right. that stuff. So uh you know that it'll be awesome. Awesome for the uh the Phoenix market and the I don't know what the well, Florida markets, but yes and no. It depends on if restaurants and and stuff are still closed. Whenever this <laughs> possibility, I mean, who know? I think there's also a very real possibility that no baseball gets played this season. I mean, that's a very glass half empty view, but it's still a view. I don't. I don't know. I think right now to predict the future is a little, a little dangerous. Yeah. You really don't know. Like initially when the very first episode of this season, I said, yeah, there's going to be a season. And that was like maybe way, way too uh, optimistic, which is crazy at the time. At the time I was thinking it'd be crazy to think we won't have a season. And now four weeks later, or four weeks, whatever it is, five weeks. Now I'm like, oh yeah, that is a real possibility, which is, this just shows you how fast everything's moving. But from a baseball standpoint, I still think they're going to try to get, get it going. And yeah, they're definitely going to try, but you know, I think we're starting to get to a point where the NFL is starting to sweat a little bit, you know, because don't, don't worry. That's not going to happen. They're not going to sweat or they're not going to let, they're not COVID take them down. Yeah. Yeah. COVID COVID's not taking the NFL down. That what are you crazy? What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about right now? There's there's no way this is going to the NFL's not gonna let that happen. Yeah, but Talk I Talk mean, about they, an economic powerhouse. <laughs> 
But there's when do they start off training programs? I don't June? even. Yeah, I think, I June, think that's right. Yeah, shortly after the draft. Well, I guess April, May. Um, before we get out of here, because we're nearing the end of today's just incredible episode. I'll yeah, gonna say it. A lot yeah. of people have been saying it. A lot of people have been saying it. The Rockaroo is incredible. Uh, I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that. Nice. Me too. Me too. <laughs> okay. Want to get to this. There are, so if you're new, if you forgot, if you're not familiar, there is a, a nickname page on the rockaroo.com. You can go on there. You can submit nicknames for Rockies players. Uh, you can check. Oh, excuse me. You can check out the nicknames that are already there. There's some new ones. Not a lot. Not a lot. The photos are updated for this season that's not existing. So the photos are updated. And I do want to mention with Josh Fuentes, I don't know how it happened, but his facial expression from last season's photo to this season's photo is nearly the exact same. It's almost creepy how like his head is tilted in the same way. His lips are the same way. His eyes are, it's, I don't know, man, it's weird. It's weird, but. So did you put them up side by side or? No, because I'm stupid and I didn't, and now the photo's gone. I don't know how I could, because I just took the photos from the Rockies website. Right. Yeah. Um, I should have kept it, but wasn't, wasn't thinking that far ahead. But I do want, there is a new Charlie Blackman nickname possibility out there that I, I implore you all to check out. Okay. So that's the, that's this week's tease. Check out Charlie Blackman's new nickname. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, and again, to do that, go to the either on web browser or mobile and, uh, Find your way to the nickname link. There's a link in the navigation section. There's also a link if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the homepage. It'll take you there. Nice. So I've been uh, obviously missing baseball, so I went ahead and started playing a little uh, tap 2020 baseball. And my first baseman on tap 2020 for the Rockies when I started was uh, Mark Reynolds, interestingly enough. And my uh, second base or my shortstop was Garrett Hampson. And not that this is just kind of a a random thing, but Garrett Hampson has uh, quite the the score. He's very highly, uh, highly respected in tap baseball 2020 which i found interesting he's uh he's very good so no i mean i just want to throw that out there so what is tap 2020 baseball oh have you have you never played the tap it's just a no it's just a little baseball game that you free app that you download on on your uh from your whatever app store you use and all all you do is you you tap the screen when the ball's coming in to hit it. You just play the offensive side, but you build a team and you, you know, you buy players and you make trades and you, 
upgrade players and upgrade your team and do stuff, you know, with and you play seasons and whatever, whatnot, you know. Like, Interesting. Well, it's just a little, it's just a little game. You can play. Uh, you can invite your friends and you can play each other. And uh, wow, yeah. Why is it's this not, the first time hearing of this? I don't know. It's super popular. I'm actually surprised you didn't know of it. The the names, but I mean from you though. Oh, the name sounds familiar, but because uh, I I'll mean, have to check the, it out. In the past, I played it like when it first came out, which was whatever four years ago or whatever it was. I played and then I kind of stopped, and it's just it's time consuming, right? Like, but then like this year, I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it back up. So uh, I play obviously as the Rockies. My team's starting to to build build up a little bit. I got some players on it that are that are good that I hate though. So. Got to find a way to get rid of them. Is it Anyways. like a is it like a franchise situation, or do you just play like exhibition games, or what? Yeah, you play exhibition games, but you can like as you get better, you play playoff games. And what a playoff game is is just like, hey, you move from like novice to novice two to advance to whatever it huh. is. But then you can you know you join a club and you can join a. You can join a league and, you know, play seasons. So there's multiple different options. They have it set up like it's actually pretty intricate. Uh, but really all you're doing is tapping on the screen, <laughs> trying it, to hit home runs. And it's free? Yeah, it's free. What's the catch? Oh, it's it's upgrades? like the, yeah, it's the same catch. You can buy more money quote unquote money to upgrade your team faster or to buy players you can buy packages of players and you know it's that's the it's the standard like app what do they call that like i don't know i can't remember what they call it but it's pretty standard in the in the gaming industry in-app, now in-app upgrades or in-app purchases i think yeah yeah, yeah but it, that like that even exists with like xbox and all. i don't know i'm not a gamer but from my understanding that's like you can get really good by just spending more money versus, you know, putting the time in and, and playing. That's the yeah. difference. Yeah. But there's no catch as far as that. I mean, if you want to play for free, you play for free. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Is there a time? Because a lot of those, there's like, you can only play two times in 24-hour period or something like that. Yeah. So there's like, there's a thing where you can play anyone at any time, right? So if you, for example downloaded it and then got with me uh we could play a game together but it'd be inning by inning right so you can do that with anyone and it can auto match you but you might play one inning and the other guy might not play for another hour you know gotcha yeah yeah um but then they have the like the full games that you play and those are limited right so uh at the beginning you pretty much can play as much as you want but as long as you're winning you like you win bonus games is what they're called. And then you can consistently play a full game. But so at one point in time, you'll run out of those and then you got to wait a period of time before you can play a full game. But yeah, now, unless you buy a bunch of bonus games, does it go by the name TSB? Is it tap sports Uh, baseball? Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Rockaroo fans. Well, that's a, if you know, if you've got the itch, and you don't have a pair of dice with you, uh, you can g- get that Tap 2020. I'm doing it right now as I speak. 
as I yeah. speak, I'm doing it. I, yeah, I think you might like it. It's it's fun. Uh, but yeah, the all long story short is Garrett Hampson is uh is pretty good on that game, which That's is awesome. Yeah, which is now did you have a draft? Yeah, for sure. Did you have a draft or was it just they just start you with a random team and they'll oh. they'll put some Rockies on there for you, but they'll put some other lamos on there for you too, and then you gotta you gotta play to get the good guys. And then Tell once us. you once you start getting getting good, then you can build a a team with you know some pretty legit players on it. Tell us about your lamos that you got. Well, now I don't. I mean, I don't oh, have lamos anymore, but you can't remember like who I started off with. Like my third baseman, I think was uh. Well, no, my third baseman was Fuentes. Um, he wasn't great. He wasn't great. Uh, but oh, Daniel Murphy is was one of the guys that I had and he actually is a lamo even statistically on the game. Hampson is rated much higher than Daniel Murphy. Wow. Which was interesting. And uh trying to think my outfield was real kind of kind of lame. I didn't have any good outfielders initially. Um I can't remember who my catcher was. He wasn't very good for a time being there, but now I got some pretty good guys. Mark Reynolds, he was kind of one of my lamos, unfortunately. Did he reach uh, 300 home runs with you? <laughs> no, he didn't even make He's one of my first upgrades, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All so, right, well, tap 2020. Send us some money. We just gave you a huge plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tons of people are going to be downloading your, <laughs> your shit now. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Anything else on this uh, snowy Sunday? Luckily, the Rockies, if if it were a different uh, parallel universe, the Rockies would be down in Arizona today, so they wouldn't have to worry about the weather. Yeah, they'd be inside. They would be inside. Yeah, so uh, I don't I don't have anything else. I, I don't have a teaser. Uh, so next week, we're just going to have to come up with some material. Hey, maybe there'll be some crazy been, Rockies news. That's what we've been doing for three years. So two and a <laughs> half, two and a half. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I guess hey. with that being said, thanks for listening and go Rockies. Oh,